0: hey hey hey! what's up what's happening salvage hackers this is andre and welcome to another another episode of salvage secrets podcast Uh, i'm driving home from work as usual so i figured let me jump on and record some useful info for you guys hope you don't mind it's freezing freezing cold here in new york i know it's winter i know it's the beginning of february so it's probably should be like that but i really don't like that and i can't wait for the warmer days to come because winter sucks and i hate it it's very tough especially in this business you know because you're freezing freezing your butt off like dealing with all these cars that especially if they don't start you have to push them around your fingers you know numb your legs are frozen and just the whole whole motivation to do anything just goes out of the window so it just sucks but it's all right because i have you guys (laughs) so i get to hang out with you and have some fun all right so today we're going to talk about a really important topic which is should i buy a flooded car Uh, because i noticed you know, I get a lot of questions about this, like, "Oh, Andre, should I should I buy should I consider buying a, a flood car or water damaged car? Is it bad? Will I have problems? Is it worth it? Is it you know?" So I figured, let me let me put out this episode to answer all these questions once and for all. So, uh, should you buy a flat car? And my answer to this is, it depends. Uh, we buy a lot of flat cars actually I bought probably at least like two or three hundred flat cars uh, through the years and you know there were a lot of great deals uh, but also I've seen a lot of bad deals in the flat cars so I'll just go over a few things that really matter when it comes to buying a flat car and you guys decide for yourself whether you should should buy one or not so there are basically only a couple things that you should really pay attention to when buying a flooded car first you have to you have to you know you have to know how deep was the flood and what kind of water was it was it fresh water or salt water those basically are two major things when it comes to flooded cars so Basically, there's three types of flood cars. First, there are flood cars that are, are not that are actually dry inside, so the water didn't get inside. Uh, so those cars, you know, it might be two things with those cars. Either the water just came up like to the bottom of the doors, and the car was sitting, and then the water went down, and the owner called the insurance company, and they said, "Oh, my car, you know, got flooded." and the insurance company totaled it and the car was sold as a flood car. Those are the best flood cars because in this case, basically, you're not gonna have any issues because the water didn't get inside. So the only things affected, basically, the, the underneath parts of the car, which is like transmission, suspension, and stuff like that. But, you know, the thing to keep in mind is like most, most cars are designed like they designed to uh, go through water or to be exposed to water that's normal obviously you you know when uh, when the car sits in water for extended period of time that's not a good thing but basically all the cars are designed to be exposed to water in some ways because a lot of times you drive it starts raining or you drive through like a puddle of water and nothing happens to your car so you know that's so most of the time, if the car if the car was watered, you know, affected by water, and the water didn't get inside the car, just uh, you know, it came came up like under the you know the floor on the bottom of the doors, and then the water receded. You know, most of the time, like 90% of the time, is nothing wrong with the car. Sometimes you might get some issues like some water got inside the the fluids, like. Like differential fluid or transmission fluid even maybe because there are some breather holes in the transmission through which the water can go in but it's it's usually gonna be you know it's not gonna be a lot of water just a little water and you, it can it can be easily flushed out and you know there's gonna be no problem sometimes you, you know this you can get something like a bad starter let's say the starter got affected and got bad but that's not that also is not a big deal so those type of cars are the best flood cars to buy and you should definitely buy them and you're not going to have any problems the second type of flood cars is is the flood cars that are actually flooded inside so which means the car was parked the water came up water you know through through the door seals it got inside the car and it has some water the car has some water damage inside so in this case what you have to look for is basically how deep the water was and what what type of water was it was it fresh water or salt water because that makes a huge difference salt water is very corrosive so when it comes in contact with with the wires connectors computers electronics it just destroys them you know It, it it starts corroding them and especially over time uh, if if the wires or connectors got exposed to to salt water you're gonna start having issues you know some you're gonna have some connections are, gonna, are not gonna be good anymore you're gonna have you're gonna start having some weird electrical issues due to bad connections or even you know destruction of the, the whole wire because the wire gets corroded and gets gets damaged over time so try to stay away from salt water damaged cars as much as you can unless unless the water was like really really low like let's say up to the carpet level or like just the carpet got wet in this case you might you might be lucky you know you might get away with with it because basically nothing major got affected you know you might have you have to replace like the seat tracks or the seats you know maybe a couple couple computers if they're like located underneath the carpet or something but it shouldn't be a big problem uh, so this let's say if, the, if if you're looking at a fresh water damaged car uh, and also uh, let, let me let me go back a little bit how do you, how do you tell if it's fresh water or salt water because you know a lot of times especially well especially if you buy it from from somebody who, who's who's reselling it like a dealer or or another person it's very hard to tell they, they you know nobody's gonna tell you oh yeah it was a salt water so it's, it's hard to tell, but even at auctions, if you buy it from the auction, a lot of times they don't tell you what kind of water was it, salt or fresh, they just say water damage or flood for obvious reasons. Um, so the reason to, like how can you tell if it was salt or fresh water? Usually the salt water is so corrosive that just by looking at it, by looking, you know, like opening the door, looking underneath the seats, looking at, at the connectors, you can tell like if you see like excessive amounts of rust uh, or like blue you know like blue residue on the, the wires and connectors it, it probably it most likely means that it was salt water flood and if you if, and uh, if if it was fresh water flood usually you're not going to see any any size, any major signs of corrosion like when you look at the wires you you might be able to tell that it was wet but you don't see any corrosion, so in that case, um, you know, usually it means that it was a freshwater flood. All right. So in case of freshwater flood, the the major thing you have to look at is how deep was the water. So, from my experience, you know, like if 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 the if the water goes like if the water level was below the seats, that that. You know that that's probably the highest you want the water to, to go like if it goes over that you should should not buy this 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 car you should not even consider buying it because it's just you know um, once the water starts getting into like the, the bottom of the dashboard like over the shifter like below the radio it's just too many things that get affected you know it's just too many electrical wires computers connectors that get affected by water and it's just not going to be cost effective for you to fix this kind of car you know it's just going to be too many issues even bottom of the seats sometimes i consider a little high to be honest with you i like the flood cars that that were like that had maybe an inch or two of water so let's say like maybe the water covered like the seat tracks maybe you know a couple inches that that's it you know that's the most of, of water that i like to see in a flat car and obviously you know most flat cars well it, well it depends you know but a lot of times the water goes like really deep and so so just just for, you know just don't buy a car like that just look for another one trust me it's going to save you a lot of headaches a lot of aggravation in the future so you know and, and also it depends on on the, on the particular car obviously Let's say some cars are more complicated than the others. They have more computers, more electrical elements, uh, especially like high-end cars, like BMW, Mercedes, uh, you know, Audi, stuff like that. You know, and and the parts are not cheap, obviously, and it's harder to work on those cars. So all this you have to take into consideration when looking at, at a flood car. So you know, if it's if it's just just like an inch or two of water, that's usually that's usually okay the only thing you have to do in this case is you know you take out the seats take out the carpet disinfect the carpet there are ways to do it which I'll probably talk about in on a later episode but you know usually uh, so you just replace the uh, the carpet or you clean the carpet sometimes you'll have to replace the seats because the seat motors on the bottom tend to get flooded and damaged but the seats replacing the seats is not it's not a big deal as I'll show you, and I actually mentioned on one of the previous episodes, the websites that you can go to to look for parts. And usually, the seats you can get pretty cheap for around like a hundred, two hundred dollars a seat, the whole complete seat. So, that's not a, it's not a huge problem. And you know, you might have to replace some computers uh, in some cars. Uh, the very clever engineers put these computers actually on the floor or under the carpet which doesn't help in case of a flood, obviously. But again, it all depends on, the, on every particular car. And a lot of times, like I've seen, even like I've seen German cars like a Mercedes or Audi, which actually desi- which is actually designed pretty smart. So there's nothing on the floor that can get, nothing electrical that can get affected by water. So there are some wires running on the floor, but they're all, they're all insulated and there are no computers or connectors or anything like that. So I, I, I've had a few, actually, Mercedes, like, like C-Class, C300, which were flooded, like, they had, like, two or three inches of water, but absolutely nothing got affected, you know. All I had to do was just take the, the interior apart, drain the water, dry it out, and that's it. The car was running perfect, and nothing was affected. And on the same, same token, I've seen, like, Hondas and Toyotas they tend to have a lot of connectors close to the, the carpet under the dash on the left and right side, and those connectors tend to get damaged and corrode, corroded uh, because of water damage, and you and then you you have a problem. You know you have to clean those connectors, and sometimes you even have to cut them cut them out and put the new ones on, you know, and but, and, and just connect the wires, you know, with special like butt connectors so you know sometimes even like a low-end car will have will give you more flooded when flooded will give you more headaches than a high-end car so it all really depends but the bottom line is a flooded car can be a good car or a bad car all depends how high was the flood what kind of water was it and anything can be fixed guys just 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 keep that in mind anything can be fixed It, it, it all depends on just if, it, if it's worth it or not, you know, on how time consuming it, how how many parts you have to replace, whether, basically whether it's worth it or not. That's the only thing that you have to pay attention to when it comes to flat cars. So all those people who tell you like, oh yeah, the flat car can be good for now, but three years later you're going to start having issues. Those people, you know, usually those are people who never actually own the flat, flat car. Because the thing is, you know most of the time before you even buy these cars at the auction, they're sitting in the auction for a few months from the moment that the flood happened until the moment they actually sold at the auction usually it's like three or four or five or six months or even longer and these cars are sitting and you know most of the stuff that gets affected by water it's already messed up you know it's already broken. So when you, when, when you get these cars and, and you fix them the right way, you obviously replace all the damaged computers, the wires, whatever needs to be replaced. And if you fix it right, it's going to be fixed. You're not going to have any issues like three years later, you know. At least not because of the water damage, you know. It's, that's, just, that's just a fact. I'm driving a flat car myself. I actually have a 2012 Mazda CX-9. I've been driving it for three years so far, and never had any issues. You know, any issues. But the only issue I had is that actually my transfer case, my transfer case went bad, and I don't know why. Whether it was related to water damage or not, maybe it just went bad. I don't know, but I, I just replaced it. You know, I, I I found a used one on CarPart.com for like fifty dollars, <laughs> and I replaced it, and that's it. No more issues. And you know obviously I bought this car at a huge discount so I'm, I'm a happy camper you know and I bought many 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 flat cars that were like really like dry or almost no water or like the carpet got wet and after we clean it and, and you know flush the fluids do do the work the car is as good as new and the major benefit of, a, of flat cars actually is that they're not they were not in an accident so which means There is no frame damage there is no like blown airbags there is there are no alignment issues no suspension damage which you deal you know typically deal with with like collision damage cars you know and obviously there are some flooded cars that were also hit before obviously but you know a lot of these cars are like perfect never been in an accident so that's the major plus and you still buy them at a huge discount especially because a lot of people tend to stay away from flood cars they because they they're afraid they they have this myth in their their head that you know once the car is flooded that's it it's over it's it's just not it's just simply not true you guys it's simply not true anything can be fixed you have to take it on a case-by-case basis and a lot of times flood cars are actually great cars to buy so these are the two types of flood cars which I talked about the dry cars that the water didn't get inside then there are cars that the water got inside. Then you have to look at how high was the water. And finally, the last type of a uh, flood car, which, which we actually encounter a lot, are the, the flood cars with engine damage. So basically what happens, somebody drives through like a high level of water, some high puddle of water, and the engine, when, when the engine is running, It actually sucks in air you know because you the car needs air to to drive you know to mix with with gas and you know basically the the air comes in through the air intake system and what happens is the car when when you go through like a deep level of water sometimes the engine sucks in some water and what happens with in this case is that since the water doesn't compress as well as as the air when the the engine is working and turning and and uh, it tries to compress this mixture with water and air and and fuel what happens was what happens is the engine hydro which means it cannot you know the 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 cylinder uh, you know the basically the mixture cannot compress all the way so what happens is the piston rod bends or breaks from the pressure which creates catastrophic damage inside the engine. So usually in this case the engine is just is no good. It seizes up and doesn't doesn't turn anymore. So in this case it's called the engine is hydrolocked and this is another common thing when, when it comes to flood cars. This is a very common scenario. Sometimes the water even gets sucked in through the exhaust system in some in some cases, you know so it's very very important when when uh, looking at flat cars and and you know inspecting a flat to inspecting a flat car before you buy you have to try to make sure that the engine did not suck in water because in this case you you end up replacing the, the whole engine and the way to tell you know the way to look for it is actually it's kind of tough to do it like in field conditions, like when you're at the auction with no tools, you know, it's, it's pretty much almost impossible to tell 100% whether the engine is good or not. But a good start, what you can do is take out the oil dipstick and see if you see any signs of water inside the oil. If you see, if you see like the oil is a, looks like a milkshake, it's kind of like milky whitish color. That means that there is some water in the oil it does not necessarily mean that the engine is seized up but it's kind of a bad sign it means the the, there is some water inside the engine you know uh which which is kind of a bad sign but more importantly what you have to look for is try to open the air filter box where the air filter goes and see if you see on the air filter any signs of moisture or if it's wet you know, that's that's a really, really bad sign. If you see signs of water in the intake system, if the air filter is wet and, and uh, if, if you can look look at the throttle body, like the, basically the, the throttle body where the air goes into the engine, if you see any signs of corrosion or any signs of water, anything like that, that 95% of the time means that the water got inside the engine through the air intake system and the engine is most likely shot. So this is very very important. And the worst case of flood of a flooded car is <laughs> when the uh, when the engine is hydrolocked and the water got inside the car. So now you have to deal with two problems. You have to, you know, deal with the broken engine and you have to fix the electrical stuff inside the car because of the water damage. That's like the worst case scenario. <laughs> but you know we, we bought some cars with uh, flat cars with bad engines um, as long as you like do your homework you check how much the engine costs if it's not expensive you know it might make sense to actually buy a car like that and just fix it and a lot of time it does make sense uh, so you know as you can see you know there's a lot of types of flat cars some of them can be bad deals. sometimes sometimes can be a good deal it all depends on any particular situation so so if you inspected you know exactly what you're getting into then you know especially if you know something about cars and you you have an idea how much the repair will cost you you know so a flat car can be a great deal and if you just buy it like blindly without looking at it just looking at the pictures from the auction Usually, you know, a lot of, 80% of the time, you're in for a big surprise. And it's not a pleasant surprise. Most likely, you're going to be stuck with uh, a car that was flooded up to the dash or higher. Sometimes all the way up to the roof. I I bought it in cars like that. And obviously, it's no fun. Uh, So, the bottom line, I guess, is look at a flat car before you buy it know exactly what you're dealing with and you know if, if you know what you're doing you can you can end up with a great great car at a great price and definitely flat cars are worth consideration you guys so that's it that's my opinion on flat cars <clears throat> so in in uh, make sure you actually subscribe to our youtube channel which is salvage secrets I'm going to be posting some YouTube videos of the flooded cars that we, we actually bought. And I'll show you guys exactly what we do to bring those cars back to life. I'll show you exactly. You know, On the video, it's much better than explaining it on the podcast where you can actually see. So make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. And you can also catch us on Instagram. Our, our nickname there is Salvage Place. We can just go to our website. It's called salvageplace.com and from there you can get access to all our different channels where we post a lot of cool stuff. So thank you guys for listening. If If you got any value out of it, please comment or review us on iTunes. Let other people know to subscribe. And it was a pleasure hanging out with you guys. Thank you and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.